Okay, I'm recording now too. Do you want to do a clap start? Um, yeah, let's do it. All right. On three, ready? One, two, three. Ooh. Close. Not bad. Close. That was good. I'm going to keep that one. That's going to be the one. Whoa, we're staying on one? Yeah, baby. <laughs> wow. Wow. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, rock and roll. Ooh, rock and roll. The spirit of the season, Easter. <laughs> no hit records, <laughs> no MTV videos. You'll never make it here. Scary. Not. Let's do it, Carl. Looked in my laptop. What did I see? Flashing miss, it said today therapy. Rather walk through fire than converse with my shrink. But I'm getting better, that's what some people think. Talk about denial and dysfunctional things. Heads like a bell, some days it don't and it dings. Your brain's played tricks on me, it likes to shift gears. Spend lots of money. To the Parrothead Podcast, I am Ryan Middledorf. I'm Patrick McDonald. This is your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett. Uh, and of course, our very special Easter episode, as you can tell by that Easter song we just played. Yes, the classic Easter song, Vampires, Mummies, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, we, we had to sit down and figure out a Jimmy Buffett Easter song. We couldn't really think of one. This one filled one of the criteria, which is the Holy Ghost, something that pertains to the holiday Easter. Yes, absolutely. Um, I uh, th- there To my knowledge, there's no Jimmy Buffett songs about eggs, uh, about bunnies. No. Um, about uh, cute little colorful pieces of straw that you put into little Easter baskets. There's nothing like that. No, that's the next album. It's, the, it's a concept album. It's all about <laughs> the little plastic straw that you put in Easter baskets. Can you imagine? I would lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Little plastic straw. Yeah, it's really good. Um, plastic straw. It's in the background. It's I'm yeah. into it. <laughs> um, yeah, no songs about peeps, but we got Vampire Mommy and the Holy Ghost. That also, listening to that song reminded me that, you know, he talks about his laptop in that song, and it, you know, harkens me back to Coconut Telegraph. You know, Jimmy Buffett really does chart the development of 20th century communication through his music, he's a bit of a technological Forrest Gump through his songs. <laughs> he he he's a bit of a he's a bit of a tech guy. He is, yeah. Not that he used a telegraph. That's a little bit before his time, but right. You know how far we've gone. I I, I think he is actually very interested in technology, which I is very is. cool. <laughs> yeah, it is very cool. It's very awesome. I think he's more interested than I am. I think so too. He's he's like my grandmother. My grandmother is. She was the first one in our family to use a computer to have a computer no way but before, she was on it 
she was on it. She was on. T- she's the one that taught me how to use a computer. And I was a kid, like moving my hand around and clicking with the mouse and stuff. That's how I learned it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's I so know. cool. <laughs> yeah, I always feel like I, I have the music of a I listen to the music of a 70 year old man. And then I have the technological capability of any 70 year old man who isn't Jimmy Buffett. For sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm very envious of that. Uh, brain so good for, good for uh, shout out fins up to the older generation who's good at technology fins up everyone if you know how to work your sonos and you're retired you did it congratulations you did it congratulations you've made it <laughs> this one's for you it only took you 70 years but you made it um patty how are you doing We're, i'm good right i'm it. good um how are you doing buddy yeah it's it's been a it's been a nice week uh you know the weather is warmer in la it's been it's been pretty good it's been good i've been uh, i've been enjoying it i i usually don't like when the seasons change but i'm really embracing it this time around it's really nice i you know i'll tell you something fun that happened to me this week is last week uh i went with some some friends some vaccinated friends i'm fully vaccinated i've gave it the window in order to be completely immune i actually went to las vegas nevada last week that's right how was that this was this this is this was like one of your first big like like trips right yeah this was my you know i had gone i i went a little you know once i was all vaxxed i went a little hog wild i did two <laughs> weekend trips in a row and i'm uh-huh. not ashamed of it um i went from uh uh Big Bear the weekend before to Las Vegas last weekend, and I stayed at our home away from home, the Flamingo. Oh, buddy. How's the Flamingo doing these days? I'll tell you what. You know, the thing about the Flamingo is that there is a completely renovated wing of the Flamingo, and there is a wing that is completely not. And I was (laughs) in the wing that was completely not. Um, Ooh, okay. I had a pretty rough room. Um, (laughs) Um... uh, and, and I love the Flamingo with all my heart. So if you are Flamingo staff, thank you for everything you did for me. But she didn't do much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny. I, I remember when we went to Vegas a couple years ago and I told people we're staying at the Flamingo. Everyone's like, oh, the Flamingo? You're staying at the Flamingo? And I I didn't think yeah. too much about it. And we got there and I was like, this is really nice. Like the rooms are nice. Like everywhere I'm walking is nice. But I did learn afterwards yeah. that there is half the hotel that is still very much stuck in like the 70s and 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it is shocking. Um, there, My room smelled really badly like smoke as soon as I walked in. Uh-huh. And uh, so I called and they're like, well, we can't do anything. There's no other rooms. <laughs> Okay, fine. Um, and there were a bunch of stains on the wall. There were cigarette burns on the carpet. Oh my and god! And the shower uh, had no pressure in it um, on the coming out of the head. But there were these two weird jets in the middle that shot like straight into the middle of my body that had a lot of pressure. So I had to turn those on, and I basically had to take a sideways shower every time I took a shower. <laughs> I was like, I was like sideways, like washing my hair completely horizontal. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, everyone told me to complain and I just am so bad at that. Uh-huh. It makes me so anxious. And I, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time in here. And I, I didn't really. But the time I spent in there was rough. 
<laughs> but I have a, so much love for the Flamingo because of all the memories we've had. So I'm not going to hold it against you, Flamingo, but I just want everyone to be aware of the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> so the Flamingo is on notice. <laughs> yeah, the Flamingo is on notice. We see you, the Flamingo. We see you for all you are, the good and the bad. <laughs> And that's kind of like a marriage. I might, you know, I would say the flamingo is like my wife. That's how it feels. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you take the good with the bad, day by day. In sickness and in health, I take the flamingo. <laughs> and you had a full dose of sickness this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this was full sickness. This was a sickness weekend. But good to be back in the world, you know? Did you visit the Margaritaville? I did visit the Margaritaville. I did not eat. It was packed. It was really? super packed. Yeah, I walked by. I went through the gift shop. I looked at a couple things. I, I sent you a photo because there was a uh, Margaritaville shirt that we needed to talk about. Uh, yeah. There was a black lab with, I think, holding a, a bucket of beer in its mouth. And the caption at the bottom said, good boy. Um <laughs> It was, to me, a little anachronistic for the Margaritaville brand, but really exciting and fun to see kind of an expansion. Yes. It was, it was, it was like another character in the universe. I'm like, who's this black dog? It was, it was such a nonsensical t-shirt. Like, <laughs> it was it, not even like a, a Springer Spaniel or anything, like one of Jimmy's no, dogs. Yeah. No, and like it, there, there was what wasn't even like a margarita. Like he said, it was just like a bucket of beer and he was yeah. just sitting there and- uh, it was very strange. <laughs> it was really funny. I kind of respected it. I really liked it. It was I, I almost bought it truly. Um, but it was it was really nice to be in Vegas. They were slowly opening. You know, weekend after weekend, they're getting a little busier. They don't yeah. have their full staff yet, so a lot of places it's difficult to get seated. You know, it's max uh, six people to a table, stuff like that. So they're slowly opening. I would give it a couple, two, three months if you're vaccinated. You know, or go now if you got a, if you're a couple, if you're you know you and your wife or your husband or your partner, like I want to go on a on a weekend trip. I think you'd have a good time in Vegas. Big parties, maybe wait a little bit. That's what I would. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Makes sense. And I won $250 on a slot machine, so hey, we're doing all right. Hey, that's pretty good. You're doing yeah, yeah. great. You're doing, doing great. Good. <laughs> doing good. Um, Ryan, how about you? How have you been? What have you been up to? I've been good. You know, uh, you, you and I had um, had kind of a, a, a parallel evenings last Friday. Uh, you were in Vegas, and you went by the Margaritaville. I was in Los Angeles, and uh, Olivia and I decided that it would be fun to go visit Margaritaville, and we drove down to the City Walk, parked for free because parking is still yep. free, walked right up to the Margaritaville, and it's closed. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, you sent me a photo of you sad in front of the closed Margaritaville, and I sent you a photo of me happy in front of the open Margaritaville. Yes. In Vegas. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Margaritaville <laughs> in Los Angeles still closed down. It's a huge bummer, but we're getting through it. Um, they, they are supposedly opening up again soon, but it was weird to, like, I went right up to the window and peered inside, just, like, my whole body leaning against the glass because I just wanted to go in there so bad. Oh, uh, the yearning. The yearning. So we had Bubba Gumps instead. <laughs> oh, man. How was Bubba Gumps? It was Bubba Gumps. <laughs> what What right does Bubba Gumps have to be open, but Margaritaville isn't? I know. I don't get it. I have no idea. Well, I respect Margaritaville for being safe. I, I respect that a lot, and that's the brand I know and love. Yes. But Bubba Gumps, 
Come what's on. the deal? I mean, what's the deal there? <laughs> what's the deal? What's going on? What uh, a big shrimp can't get COVID? No, I think they can. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, buddy, what are you listening to right now? Oh man, you know I have kind of a a query. My 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 thing that I'm listening to right now is more of a, a larger question. Okay. And so I think we should listen to it. It's something that I have kind of discovered recently. I, I don't know if I would say that I'm listening to this. I have listened to it, but I don't think it's 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 a recommendation. This is more of a, uh, a continued question we might need to discuss. So I'd okay. like to listen to it first, but I sent it over to you. It's from the new Jason Mraz album, um, which I believe, uh, let me get the name of it. It's called Look for the Good. And uh, this song is called You Do You, and it's featuring Tiffany Haddish. Um, what? <laughs> Yes, yes, that's what's going on with this song. You already have questions, and the question is what? Yes. So let's <laughs> let's listen to it, and then I'd like to continue to discuss. Um, this is You Do You, Jason Mraz, Mr. A to Z, with Tiffany Haddish. Who oh, it is that you want me to be? I can't be I can only do me I can only go where life takes me Who it is that you want me to be I can't be I can only do me I can only be how God made me Only one of me incredibly uniquely designed I keep my focus up ahead and leave my worries behind I know that any goal I want to reach starts in my mind I'm kind of dope cause I'm one of a kind I like to take my own path never following the masses I do my thing taking risks, taking chances I see no boundaries, no impasses To living my realized dream, keeping music fresh You do you and I'll do me Together we'll make harmony Together we'll make the world go round, 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 round. You do you and I'll do me. Together we'll make harmony. Together we may dance differently, but it's all good. I'm easily inspired by the people surrounding me. But still I take pride in my individuality. I might be different from the people in my family. But the truth is their roots keep grounding me. They ain't no mystery. To my mastery, I just let myself back naturally. Whatever I dream may not be easy to achieve, but I still believe in equality. So you do you, and I'll do me. Together we make harmony. Together we make the world go round, 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 round. You do you, I'll do me. Together we make harmony. Together we may dance differently, but it's all good. I love the way you do, you no pretense. Heart open wide, no fear, no defense. You got your own style, you got your own reason. 24-7, rock your own uniqueness. And you got me on my knees, you're my sweetness. You do when you is the ultimate realness. This me, you think we got, let's keep this. Loving you is much deeper than the reflex. Wait a minute, let me stand up for my girls. We never gonna quit till we truly rule the world. Popular folks 
she comes in yeah too i was like what is this <laughs> <laughs> okay so the greater question happy to see tiffany on an on a song i think that's really fun she ready of course yep the greater question is this is one song of a full jason mraz reggae album right this oh. is this is this whole song in this album is a reggae album okay 100 percent there's another one called Make Love, which is like Make Love, Not War. There's uh-huh. a lot of stuff about peace and understanding and coming together. This is released in June 2020. This is his newest album. And my question is, as Parrot Heads, do we accept this? <laughs> <laughs> is this something that will be, is, is it welcomed into the Parrot Head community as like a, you know, a trop rock adjacent type of album? Mmm, that, ooh, that's a very, very, very good question. Um, <laughs> this is my question, because I'm a huge fan of Jason Mraz. When I was in high school, he was my number one artist. Like, up, you know, there's, it was Jason Mraz, Ben Folds, Jack Johnson, Ben Harper. That's who I listened to. I He's always been, I'm yours plays. You can hear it at a, at a Margaritaville every now and then. You can hear it on Radio Margaritaville sometimes. But that's because it has a ukulele on it, you know? Is the question more of a cultural appropriation question or is the question, is this an album that we just accept and bring into the Parrothead fold? Well, that's that's a great distinction. I, I, I would. Here's the thing. I had both of those thoughts. I had thoughts for a second where, you know, we're looking for the next heir to the Jimmy Buffett fan base. Kenny Chesney is yes. making a huge stake in that. You know, No Shoes Nation is like a really big step towards taking the country style. But there is another kind of folkier, more reggae, more lyrical, more um, wordplay focused, almost lighter in sense of humor vibe that Jimmy has uh-huh. that nobody else has. So could Jason Mraz take that spot? Would Could this be a pivot for him? He's a little more cosmic, spiritual, zen than Jimmy. But that's that yeah. question. And then and then the other question is, will this album be played? Will this be an album that everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, throw that in the rotation. So I think, I mean, in, in terms of, uh, you know, getting the keys to the castle, right? Yes, um, yes, yes. I, <laughs> I, I don't see someone like Jason Mraz being able to do that in – a big way, and this is okay. this is my thinking behind that. I think that Jason Mraz came into the scene when there was a lot of new music happening at the same time. There were a, a, an influx of new artists. Like Jason Mraz is one of, I think, one of the first wave of people to be able to come in, uh, where you were able to really kind of easily put your music on the internet and get heard um where i think kenny chesney 
has been around for a longer time and has developed a more uh, uh, a, a, a stronger kind of fan base that can really come out and support an older fan base. Um, but I just don't see Jason Mraz having that same kind of pull to be able to, uh, I guess, like, like there, Jimmy and the Grateful Dead, and to a certain extent, like Dave Matthews Band, like those types of bands and artists can. Uh, unite their listeners, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, and uh, now I'm not a huge Jason Mraz person. I like his music, but I don't know much about him or his fans. Well, I yeah, yeah, yeah. There is something he has this whole kind of Zen following, this very like spiritual Cafe Gratitude esque following. I think he's involved with Cafe Gratitude in some way, by the way. Um, but it's this very like ho- like wholeness kind of uh, holistic vibe that he has, and he has followers and fans in that regard. Got it. Okay. Well, that's then that's interesting to me. Like, if he is able to uh, unify like a group of people around his music, then you know, I I think there's I think there's something to that. Okay. Um. In in my mind, I think uh, tangentially. When we're talking about Jimmy Buffett, Kenny Chesney feels like a closer pull than Jason Mraz does to me, anyways. Um, okay. Now that could be because Jason Mraz is much younger than Jimmy. Kenny Chesney is a little closer to to Jimmy's age. Um, a little bit. So I like, like like maybe we're talking about tears here, right? Like maybe okay. Jimmy's up here, Kenny's here, and then Jason Mraz is coming up down here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I here's here's what I'll say. Like to the second question, can we accept this album and put it in the kind of Parrothead universe, right? I would say yes. I would say that I would say that this album can work for the Parrothead lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that it can it can make its way in. Um I really I really believe that and I can also see Jason Mraz and Jimmy doing some sort of collab at some point okay a cover okay or like a duet or a feature or something like that i can see jimmy being very into this i could even see jimmy doing one of these songs in concert i could see that and i i'm i'm trying to picture in my mind what a like if jason moraz were to cover a jimmy buffett song how would that sound would it sound organic or would it sound weird and now that i'm thinking about it, i don't think it would sound weird because uh, if you had asked me a year ago, hey, what do you think a Jason Mraz reggae album would sound like? I would have said, oh, that might be kind of weird, but listening to it now, it doesn't really sound strange to me. It's okay. It's interesting. I think he's kind of a dark horse. He might be one to watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the, uh, in, in, in the, the vying for the um, continued uh, Buffett Parrothead uh, legacy. He might be one to watch. Okay. I'm, I, I'm into that. Mraz watch. Mraz watch. I would say Kenny Chesney's the favored. I would say Jason Mraz is a dark horse. I think the even darker horse, get this, John Mayer. I think John Mayer could have a, a run for it. He's very different, but he has so much experience with the Grateful Dead, which is That's like true. cutting right to the source. That's true. That's true. So these are mainstream artists, not trap rock artists. Yes. And I, I, I think you need to have a, a, a certain type of reverence for the music that came before, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. uh, um, 
like jo- John Mayer absolutely has that for the Grateful Dead. Like he's a phenomenal yeah. guitar player, tours with the Grateful Dead. Um, yeah. So that that makes perfect sense to me. I I. 100% agree with that. And and you can tell that Jason Mraz connects to reggae. Yes. You can tell that it, he's not doing it as a some fun cover. And you look back on a lot of his stuff, and you can see that there's been reggae influences all along. So is it authentic? I don't know. But is it true to him? Sure. <laughs> it's, he feels it. And at the end of the day, hearing Tiffany Haddish on album is a, is a pure joy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a fun added bonus. Yes. That's great. Okay, good. So that's my query. And and we can continue discussing this, but I it just felt like this was an important thing to bring up. I like that. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Ryan, what are you listening to? I am listening to uh you know, we we we, we mentioned that we're we're getting into the summer kind of vibe, the spring summer kind of vibe. It's getting a little warmer out. Uh mm-hmm. my my musical tastes really lean more towards fall and winter. Um so I'm you are I think, you're more of a fall kind of a winter of our discontent kind of boy. Yes. Uh yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm kind of having my last gasps of my <laughs> sad boy kind of folksy indie music. <laughs> okay. You're really you're going out with the whimper. Yeah, I, I really am. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh this band, uh Lord Huron, I think I've talked about them before. They're one of my favorites. They're really, really great. A solid, solid band. Um, they've got a new album coming out. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, their most recent album was called uh, Vide Noir. came out in 2018. And I didn't like it that much when it first came out, but the more I've listened to it, the more I really enjoy it and respect it. Mm. And there is a song on here called Moonbeam that is uh, terrific. And I've been listening to that a lot as uh, as, as I you know transition from jeans to shorts. <laughs> wow. Wow. And that's a long transition for you. I know it takes a minute. It, it, t- it takes a solid minute. I'm, I'm in shorts right now, and I'm not necessarily enjoying it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's going to take but a minute, and that's gonna okay. we're going to be okay. Well, you can still listen to Lord Huron in shorts, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's give this a listen then.
I love it, love it, love it. It's really good. That's a great song that'll transition you from fall into spring or winter into spring. I think so. I think so. I I mean, I was driving earlier today with the windows down and it, it felt good. It's nice. You know, I was uh, wishing there was a little more w- Tiffany Haddish, but other than that, <laughs> good. <laughs> I think we're both going to be bummed for the rest of the episode because none of the songs coming up have any <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. It's a bummer. <laughs> it's a huge bummer. It's an injustice even. Yes. <laughs> Not fair. Well, that's great. I'll have to get Lord here on back in my rotation. They're so solid. They're so, so solid. Um, do we have any Buffa news, any Parahead podcast news? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Ryan, we almost got some pretty exciting emails. Um, a little bit ago, and we haven't reported on it yet. Ooh. I have to talk about it right now. It was it was a very fun email we got from one of our favorite longtime listeners, Doug Pajak or Pajak or Pajak. I don't know which way it is. <laughs> um, but this was one of my favorite emails we've ever gotten, so I have to read it. This this did have a little bit of a saga to it, and so I just needed to. We need to fill in the parrot head podcast heads. Um, about this. So we got to talk about it. Yes. So we got in the email. Uh, this was in January. Uh, guys, love the show. Listen to every episode. One of the segments I've grown to enjoy is what music you are listening to. I can't thank you enough for the rad trads. Love that. If it wasn't for this show, I wouldn't have heard even, I would have never heard of them. Hey, we love the rad trads too. We happily like them, Doug. I always give your suggestions a try. Some become part of my playlist. Some don't. Okay, well, we hope Tiffany made it on there today. That's what I'll say. <laughs> um, so I need a huge favor. My daughter is getting married next month, and she asked me for a father-daughter song to dance to. Little Miss Magic is my song with another daughter. I have three. And this daughter isn't a huge JB fan. I suggested Wildflowers by Petty, a Neil Young song, and a Rascal Flat song. She hates them all. You guys are young and know new music. Can you give me a couple appropriate father-daughter dance songs by newer artists like the Rad Trads or someone newish? Please help out an old man in need. It's so sweet, but also an incredibly stressful request. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is incredibly stressful. There's a lot that goes on to that, right? Like, it's a lot for us. It's a lot for, a lot for us to think about this. So I sent a response, and I suggested a couple songs. Um, and, th- you know, I, I, this was in uh, January, so I think the wedding already happened. So there is an outcome, but I'll tell you what's going on. So I suggested... Um, these songs. Let's Go Walking in the Moonlight by the Rad Trads because I know they love them. Love You for a Long Time by Maggie Rogers. This song Young Adult by Inara George. Learn to Fly by Surfaces and Elton John. If Not for You by George Harrison. Rainbow by Casey Musgraves. When the Morning Comes by Holland Oates. Only You and, and I found some acoustic 80s covers that I thought might be good. So Only You which is an acoustic cover by the Moon Loungers. You Make My Dreams an acoustic cover by Alex Francis. There are many ways to say I Love You by Sylvan Esso which is a cover of a Mr. Rogers song. A Rainbow Connection by Willie Nelson which I think was your suggestion maybe Ryan. Somebody else's suggestion. Uh, Sweet Pea by Amos Lee. So those were the songs that uh, we sent over. Uh, we said thank you so much for asking us and all that stuff. It was a solid res- list. I think it was a pretty good list. And I think, and I, to be honest, I worked on it for hours. Okay. <laughs> so we got an email uh, a little bit after that um, that he said to us, Patrick, thank you for the quick response. I really appreciate the effort. Rainbow has potential. 
Shout out to Casey. Most of the others would work if it it was if I was the one getting married to my daughter. But since <laughs> we're not from Kentucky or West Virginia, I am not. Oh my I god. I want to wish her the best, all the love in the world, and let her know she always has a home with us. Thanks again. Um uh so that's uh <laughs> tough. I got roasted by Doug pretty hard. That was a pretty sweet burn. Doug burned me pretty good. <laughs> um so yeah, that was a big bummer. Uh, but we tried to help Doug. Uh, we did get an email later from him. He said, looks like we're going with Keb Moe's version of Glory of Love. We love Keb Moe. It's a great song. It is really meant for the two people in love, but we like it anyway. Right. Which I just want to point out was the argument you had with my songs. <laughs> but I'm not mad, Doug. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Um <laughs> He said, thanks again for sending ideas. I really do appreciate it. If you think of any others we wouldn't uh, find on the typical online list, please send them over. The wedding is in three weeks, so I'm running out of time. Thanks again. Doesn't matter what kind of day I'm having. You guys always make me laugh. Keep up the good work. Doug, thank you for making us laugh after roasting my ass. I, I um, love that he also put us on a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which is my favorite. I mean, of course. I, I I just want to bring this up. I mean, this was so exciting, Doug. We'd love a report on your wedding, on the wedding, how it went, how the dance went, how everything went. This was in. I got the last email January twenty fifth, so it means that the wedding was about a month and a half ago. Wow. So, Doug, if you're still listening to us, by the grace of God, please give us an update. Congratulations on your daughter getting married. If you out there have a request like this for the Parrothead Podcast, this is something I live for. <laughs> If you're trying to figure out something that is really high pressure, that's coming up really fast, it can be music related, it can be not music related, uh, anything we can pontificate on, please ask us. Paradeadpodcast at gmail.com, Paradeadpod on Twitter. Please let us know. Yeah, we're really good under pressure. Yeah, we are, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, yeah, we, we, we do these, uh, with, uh, 20 minutes, uh, to, to spare. We, we, yes. do, we, we really fit these podcast episodes in under a tight time limit and we always perform 100% to our ability. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a sweet email. Sweet I love email. that. It was really sweet. And I can't say enough how honored Doug that you thought Ryan and I could help you in any way. Yes. <laughs> It's a huge vote of confidence. It it's really is. It's a huge is. vote of confidence. It's really sweet. And we we will always try. As you can tell, we we tried. We might not solve your problems, but we're going to try the heck out of doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so that's the little Parrothead podcast news for today. Um, but enough of our nonsense. We had a lot of nonsense today, Ryan. We did. But you know what? Why, why else are people here? <laughs> Yeah, if you're here for any other reason, what are you doing? I'm you've been <laughs> disappointed week after week. <laughs> if you if you tuned in for stock tips, I don't I don't know why and I don't know how, but you're not getting them. I have zero stock tips aside from put everything into Margaritaville. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and my stock tip is put everything under a Margaritaville. Yes. Pick a shovel, bring all your cash, dig a hole. <laughs> No one's going to find it. Everyone stumbles out too drunk to look around. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for today's episode, uh, I don't know when this is going to go. Like, we're, Just so everyone knows, we're recording this on Thursday, April 1st. Right. Uh, Easter is this coming Sunday, so it might be, uh, might be on Easter, might be a little bit after Easter. But uh, we thought that it would be a really fun idea. We've talked about this in the past uh, to 
record an episode where we talk about Jimmy Buffett Easter eggs. Yes, I love that. This was your idea, Ryan. I think it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. So we we just wanted to, um, I think this is going to be a series where we're going to dive into a couple of songs and find those little instances where Jimmy references uh, either another song, another album, another person, um, because there are a lot of them in Jimmy Buffett's canon. There are a ton of these little things, and you might not even, like, hear them. For, like, the two songs, uh, two of the songs we're going to play today, uh, I really kind of latched onto them for the first time this past week. So they are scattered through everywhere. Yeah, I love them. They're, they're the parrot head only type of references where you hear it and it feels like it's just for you. Jimmy gets really into these later on in his career, but he starts them pretty early too. They're everywhere. He it's a it's a Jimmy Buffett extended universe. Yes. That's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you, the crossovers that you've always wanted. Yes. <laughs> so, starting things off um uh, how, how do you want to do this, Patty? Do you want to play the song and then uh, see if we can guess where the uh, the tie-in is? Ooh, like like did you catch that? Yeah, yeah. Let's try that. <laughs> let's try that for fun. Let's see. Okay, let's do that. Let's see how this goes. Should we make some sort of noise or something when it happens? Because you found these and I haven't found these, and you said I didn't need to find any. So should we do like a like a should I be like a ding 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 or something? Yes, let's do that. Okay. All right, because okay. I don't know if I know where it is in Nautical Wheelers. Ooh, okay. All right, here we go. Ready? Okay, I'll ding, ding, ding if I hear it. Nautical Wheelers call themselves sailors, play fiddle tunes under the stars. Petticoats rustle. Working shoes scuffling Shuffle on down to the bars Where the jukebox is blasting And the liquor is flowing And occasional bottle of wine That's cause everyone here Is just more than content To be living and dying In three quarter time Is that a ding ding ding? Maybe That's it, you got it <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Living and dying in three quarter time. Jimmy references his album Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time. And this song wasn't on Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time, was it? No, this was on A1A. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Let's listen to a little bit more of Nautical Wheelers. Let's do it. Now that I won. <laughs> Come on and dance with me, dance with me, Nautical Wheelers. I won't. So badly to go Where the left foot will follow Where the right foot is traveling Down to the sidewalks unglued Into the streets of my city is so neat Where nobody cares what you do Sonia's just grinning and Phil is ecstatic Mason has jumped in the sea And I'm hanging on to a line from a sailboat All nautical wheelers sail And it's the 
one of one of our new favorites, one of uh, certainly my top ten. It's way up there. Definitely, definitely uh, one of the best ones. Always. I mean, there's just a heart to it, and there's a. I mean, it's a waltz. How many Jim Buffett yes. songs can you waltz to? Don't answer that. There's a lot. <laughs> Uh, and uh, moving on, we have another new favorite. This is uh, uh, in in the past couple of months. I think this one's uh, popped up for us a couple of times. Yeah, this one's a, um, a newer hit, right? I, if this is the one I think you're talking about. Yeah, I like this game, by the way. It's very fun. There's a little pressure on me, and I enjoy that. It's also very hard to do over Zoom. <laughs> it's really hard to do over Zoom because <laughs> sometimes the lyrics go out, and I'm like, did I miss it? <laughs> So up next, we've got She's Got You. So if you can hear the tie-in, give me a ding, ding, ding. Okay, here we go. I've got your picture you gave to me And it's signed with love just like it used to be Only thing different I've got your picture, she's got you I've got the records we used to share And they still sound the same when you were here Only tang did run, only tang new I've got your records, he's got you I've got your memory, or has It hasn't happened yet, has it? Not yet. Okay. Who? A ding 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 baby oh yeah we got volcano at the end of she's got you i don't know i don't know where i'm gonna go when the volcano blow makes an appearance and she's got you very 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 good yes i'm telling you these are scattered everywhere uh yeah. I, I think we even had in the most recent album life on the flip side uh i think there's a reference to cussin island in one of the songs so he pulls it back to another song on the same album which is kind of fun yeah that's so funny and then he um on the uh eli young band song he does saltwater gospel he throws a little pirate looks at 40 at the end i know that. that's right 
That's right. It's like his. Uh, it, it, it's like his uh, Jason Derulo or DJ Khaled kind of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. He likes to leave those little tags in where he can. It's very fun. Okay, this is good, and I'm really good at this, Ryan. You're very good at this. <laughs> These are so hard to find, you know, for me. <laughs> And then the last and final one I have, I, I think you know which one it is. Um, this one is Last Mango in Paris. Uh, can you guess? Oh, I can guess. This is one of my favorites. We talk about this all the time. It's the it, right? It's La Vie d'Ensant? It's La Vie d'Ensant, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I mean, one of my faves. One of my favorite little Easter eggs in there. So that is a fun little game that you can play with the whole family. Just crowd them around a couch on Easter. uh, Around the couch. Don't put them on the couch. (laughs) Put the computer on the couch. (laughs) That's how my family does it. We crowd around it. You're not supposed to do anything with the couch, right? You stand around it. Don't touch the couch. It's full. It's covered in plastic. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get a couch delivered to me from the store, and it's still got its shrink wrap on. I don't take that off. No, no. Come on. It's Easter. It's Easter. <laughs> um, yes, this is a fun game. I'm excited to keep playing this, and I'm excited for my round when I get to try to get you, Ryan, because I'm going to do some tricks. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'm into I'm gonna it. I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go deep, deep, deep. Uh, I mean, I might even pull up uh, my favorite you know, Easter egg haven, which is the book Tales from Margaritaville. I mean, that's Ooh. 100% all Easter egg. Oh, I like that a lot. That's we'll a good see. idea. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, well, that's gonna do it for us this week. I am Mayfair Marleybone. I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Have a great week. Meet you at Meet the you end. Meet you at the end. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it? Should I we do it, it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Mayfair. I'm, I'm St. Charles. <laughs> I'm Mayfair Marleybone. Oh, my God, Ryan. I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Have a great Have week. Have a great week. Meet, Meet you at, at the, the end. end. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello. Very good. <laughs> Always. Always nailing it. I ate the last mango in Paris. Took the last plane out of Saigon. Took the first passport to China. And Jimmy, there's still so much to be done. I ate the last mango in Paris. Took the last plane out of Saigon. Took the first passport to China. And Jimmy, there's Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. 
Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're You're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.